God give to you his grace, mercy, and peace through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our text is the Old Testament reading, but I would like to include the few verses before chapter 3 just to set the context of chapter 3. You have wearied the Lord with your words, Malachi says. How have we wearied him, you ask? By saying, all who do evil are good in the eyes of the Lord, and he is pleased with them. Or by saying, where is the God of justice? But see, I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before me. Then suddenly the Lord you are seeking will come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you desire will come, says the Lord Almighty. Malachi, the last prophet of the Old Testament period, Malachi means my messenger. And it's another 400 years before God speaks through the prophet John the Baptist. The setting of Malachi's message is after the return from Babylon, the temple, the city has been rebuilt, but the people are losing hope. It's not the glorious day of the Lord that previous prophets have pictured for them. People, especially the leaders, are unfaithful to God and to his covenant. Evil abounds, and the people are even blaming God for this evil. Malachi accuses them at the end of chapter 2, you've wearied the Lord with your complaining and with your words. How, you say? By saying that God overlooks evil, that he doesn't care, that he has no justice to bring. In some ways, it sounds like today, doesn't it? Evil abounds. Shootings, killings. We live in one of the most violent cities in the United States. Corruption among our leaders, and even unfaithfulness among those who are to lead us in the church. The wicked prosper, and sometimes it seems like they never get caught, they never get punished. Sometimes it seems that God is blind to the evil that's going on around us in this world. We look at all this and it's easy for us to lose hope, even to lose hope in God. Does he really care? Is he going to do anything about it? Where is his justice today? In response to this, Malachi, actually God, through the prophet Malachi, says, I am coming. I'm sending my messenger to prepare the way, but I am coming, and I'm coming in judgment. When we get impatient with God about not judging the evil in this world, we may forget that God's judgment is also against us. 
we may consider ourselves to not to be bad people. We usually don't number ourselves among the wicked, but we know that the soul that sins will die. We cannot stand before God in our own goodness. We're guilty. We deserve his punishment. We deserve his hell. God's judgment is indeed like a refiner's fire. But for a refiner's fire to work, there has to be some gold content there to refine. And when we look at our own lives, what do we have to offer God that he has not first given to us? There's only one thing that is truly our very own to give to God, and that's our sin. And the marvelous thing is that God takes it. Except for the mercy of God, we would be destroyed by God's judgment. And the refiner's fire, the hardships that we face in our lives, the difficulties that are there, oftentimes are there to show us our sinfulness and our need before God. And it's at those times especially that we need to rely totally on God and his mercy and come to him in repentance and faith. And Jesus takes our sin and carries it to the cross and dies the death that we deserved and even suffers hell as his father abandons him because of our sins. And in exchange for our sin, he gives us his holiness, his sinlessness as we believe and trust in him. We have died with him and are raised to new life. We have been drowned in the waters of baptism and we have come forth a new man in Christ Jesus. We have, through faith in Jesus, already passed from death to life, already been judged in Jesus, and the verdict in Jesus, not guilty. See, Jesus came to purchase us back for God. We belong to him by virtue of our creation, but because of sin and death and the devil stealing us away from from our creator, Jesus came to purchase us back, not with gold or silver, but with his holy, precious blood, his innocent suffering and death. So we belong to God twice, by virtue of our creation and by virtue of Christ's payment on the cross. Malachi reminds us that God does not change he does bring judgment on the wicked, but remember also his mercy as you have seen it in the past. Return to him in repentance. The messenger that Malachi spoke about was John the Baptist, and Jesus even confirms that. The message of John, repent, Return, the axe is already at the root of the tree, bear fruit, keeping with repentance. But when Jesus came, following John's ministry, he says in John chapter 3, I did not come to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved 
Jesus came to bring salvation, to purchase us back again. And there is judgment. Judgment happens when we believe in Jesus. We pass from death to life, already judged, not guilty. And judgment happens when a person dies, either with Jesus or without him. But judgment day will come as God has promised. And when Jesus comes again in judgment, he will set the record straight. The wicked will be punished. But for you and I who are in Christ, there's no fear of judgment day, for we already know the verdict in Christ, not guilty. But many don't know, don't know Jesus as their Savior, don't know his saving love and forgiveness. And God still sends his messengers today to prepare the way for him to come into the hearts and lives of people. The messenger preparing the way today is you. We are God's messengers today, bringing a word of warning to those who trust in themselves or in anything besides Jesus, bringing a word of warning to those who live as though God didn't care about justice or as though God turns a blind eye to their own sinfulness, but also bringing a word of hope and encouragement to those who are weighed down by their own sinfulness and to those who are burdened by the sinfulness of others. God does love them. God does care for them. That's why he sent Jesus. That's why we celebrate Christmas. Jesus is Emmanuel. God with us. God for us. Jesus is not slow in keeping his promise to return but he's being patient. Patient so that his messengers can continue to prepare the way, giving you and me more time, for there's still lots of work to be done. Amen. Now the peace of God beyond all understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.